everybody. Welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on Conservative Talk ABQ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't forget to visit us on the web at offthecuffabq.com. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. And today we have in-house Eli Bradsford. He is a local Santa Fean who is tired of seeing the Spanish and Santa Fe cultures come under attack through the removal of destruction of statues, monuments, and celebration. And he's not the only one. He started an online series talking about all of this, and you could find it on YouTube and soon BitChute, entitled In Defense of Santa Fe. But when in doubt, just go to offthecuffabq.com, and we are going to feature a special section in defense of Santa Fe because this is a very important issue to Hispanics, to American culture, and to the destruction of statues, monuments, and celebration that are being canceled all over the night, uh, the nation. So thank you, Eli. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Dinah. Yes. Stella. You know, I know it's going to be a great day when I get to see both of you Stop at it. the same time. It's dangerous at the same time, though. I know it's dangerous, but I can take it. <laughs> He's from Santa Fe, after all. After all, yeah. <laughs> after all. So tell us a little bit about what is the series of In Defense of Santa Fe? What does that mean? Okay, so um, basically it's my perspective as a Santa Fan who's been here for generations it's my, it's my take on uh, on basically what's happening lately because, you know, Santa Fe has been kind of an out-of-the-way place. I mean, you know, huge on tourism, uh, but there's been a lot lately, and of course across the country, there's been a lot of winds of, you know, looking at our history as, uh, you know, through this new lens, through these new glasses of everything's horrible. And that's that's hitting our, our culture, that's hitting our city. It's different in our city because we have history that's on, of course, you know, the United States of America from that perspective, but we also have history from our Spanish roots and our Native American roots, which go back way, way further than the United States does. And so, and so uh, when these kind of new political winds hit our culture, it's really produced some ugly things, uh, you know, our fiestas is the longest uh, longest tradition celebration in the continental United States. That's being questioned. Parts of that celebration are now being questioned. So, so that's uh, that's La Entrada. Correct. So, so let's start there. Let's talk about La Entrada. So that way, in case our listeners aren't aren't up to speed, this is the longstanding celebration, one of the longest, you say, since before the United States of America. Well before the United States of America, yes. So La Entrada is basically the celebration of the peaceful reconquest of Santa Fe, led by a conquistador by the name of Don Diego de Vargas. Um, lots of history there, lots of history. And the history surrounding the re-entry of Santa Fe and Don Diego de Vargas are largely extremely positive, good things. I mean, why would two cultures decide to celebrate this for hundreds of years if it wasn't a good thing? Absolutely. Well, it's being called racist. It's being called oppressive. It's being called all kinds of other stuff. And they stuff. canceled it. Uh Yes. Um, some some people that were involved in that decision would argue that it hasn't been canceled, but whether you view it as, yes, it's been canceled or it's been extremely changed and minimized, um, either way, it's gone. It's gone. Right. Either way, it's, it's gone. gone. Right. So I remember you were on the forefront of that. You testified. Yes, I did. You testified before uh, a government board. 
uh, in support of La Entrada, that it was not racist, that it was this moment of peace, right. that this, uh, this document was signed, and it was so important that they even created uh, a council to protect yes. this event to take place, to, you know, to, to preserve its integrity, yes. because it was a moment of peace, because it is a huge celebration between Spaniards and Native Americans. Yes, that's correct. It is. But, um, but you know, the, the generation that is, uh, you know, becoming more predominant these days is a very interesting generation. And I don't want to paint with too broad a brush because, you know, obviously this is, I think, a minority of the population. But a lot of these outspoken people of this generation, and I'm talking about people largely in their 20s and then their 30s. I mean, you got to understand, this is a generation that is fine with WAP if you know what that is, um, and, and I, d I don't, I mean, I still say, uh, pound sign, not hashtag. So explain. So what is that? <laughs> so, so, so WAP is basically a, a, a recent song and video that was on an award show during, you know, primetime national television, which is basically practically naked people doing simulated, you know, sexual things and stuff. So mm -hmm. things like that are cool, but we got to cancel Dr. Seuss, right? Right. Okay. We, 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 uh, we're going to be offended about some pretty interesting things. And so, and so, you know, we like can't Mr. have potato head. We can't instance. have Mr. Potato head. We can't have Dr. Seuss. The, these, a lot of them were the kids. And again, I don't want to paint with too broad a brush, but a lot of these were the generation that, you know, were getting participation awards and trophies for losing soccer games when they were in school. So, um, so a lot of these, you know, this culture grew up and they just can't stand anything. Um, now, this isn't the, the whole story. It's a lot more complicated than that. But, but there is uh, a part of this generation that's looking at Santa Fe and the unique history of Santa Fe. And they are interpreting things wildly incorrectly and looking at things through that lens and then deciding that this all needs to go. And they've started with things like that particular celebration of La Entrada. Now, again, right. it's way more complicated than this. I haven't even begun to scratch the surface of, of uh, some Native Americans that are legitimately offended by that and why that is. Um, we'll see how much we have time to get into today. But, Absolutely. But, um, but even the statue of Don Diego de Vargas himself they removed it right um you know and and who the, i share ancestry with by the way no way yes don diego de vargas like i mean we yeah. heard stories of don diego de vargas growing up uh, a lot of his policies are still in place today in fact this is why we have land grant pueblo land right. gap that's right land grant pueblo and again it was a moment in peace because we're talking 500 years ago i'm guessing on both sides mm -hmm. it was savage yeah oh yeah absolutely well, it was I mean, 500 years ago yeah, right. And, and, you know, so many people today want to weaponize everything now because everything has to be political history included, unfortunately. So, you know, you have this attempt to by some people to almost weaponize history. So the way they do that is they take certain parts of history, cherry pick what they want to say and take that out of context, not understand the culture of that time and then use that as a club to say something's offensive and needs to go. Absolutely. But, but really what it boils down to is just anything they want. This is basically just a, this is just more of a sophisticated form of bullying, you know. And then they don't call it bullying because the moment you start speaking in defense of Santa Fe, because, I mean, Santa Fe, what does that mean? The city of faith. City of faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. And so, uh, yeah, so again, this, the series is my perspective of what's happening. And, 
and I'm still, you know, I'm still making the parts, but, but basically I'm covering, uh, kind of just like a summation of the history of the area, uh, a summation of the relationship that has existed between the Santa Fe cultures, the Spanish culture and the native American cultures, uh, I'm covering the some specifics into the groups and the individuals that are coming into town to, you know, like what happened on October 12th. Start trouble. Well, yeah, I mean, it was a full-on riot. You full know, on you, riot. you had hundreds of people, most of them being busted from out of town, and they came and they attacked the Soldiers Monument obelisk in the plaza. And and I mean, just as a reminder, these were white liberals, white Democrats. Being shipped into town. Being shipped into uh, Santa Fe. Mm -hmm. Santa Fe. That, that's that's a correct yes. way to say Santa yes. Fe. So you're, you're doing better than I am. I'm, I'm, I'm more gringo. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all a little I, gringo. At, at least I come across that way. I'm all Santa Fe. Right. Santa Fe. <laughs> we're from Santa Fe. So, but, but it's kind of like that. I, I, I typically say Santa Fe. That's just the way I say it. But it seems like these people want the chili on the side, and you can't have the chili on the side. It has to be on the burrito. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> or, or not at all. Or not at all. Yeah. So La Entrada was this uh, century-old celebration, and Native Americans, Pueblo Indians, and the Spanish, this was this, you know, their agreement during the second reconquest. And so every year it's re-celebrated, and it's beautiful. I remember going down there with my grandmother, and we would trade <laughs> tortillas for fry bread. That's awesome. Because she had some comadres from the Pueblo. But we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, we're dedicating this entire show to In Defense of Santa Fe. You're listening to the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque. KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And she says all that with one breath. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio, and it's exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM, a Pan-American broadcasting system. It's pretty big. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. So we just like to remind everybody that the book Mayhem Manor is set to release April 15th, which is already past so it's 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 online gerald Loeb, he's a local author and has a new book entitled mayhem manor you can order your book today at offthecuffabq.com click on mayhem manor it's that simple gerald Loeb, he's from albuquerque and it's american made it this book is about ineffective bureaucrats mindless politicians an overwhelmed police force and an unlikely hero and there's rumor that it's part love story no as always well you gotta have a love story. i know what you think will bring you happiness will only bring you misery. <laughs> That's right. So support Gerald Loeb today, offthecuffabq.com. You can find a link there to order his book. And we just like to remind everybody that don't let the cost of advertising hold you back. Off the Cuff Al ABQ provides a local platform 
so that the cost of advertising is not a barrier to the opportunities and benefits of radio ads and promotion. If you are a New Mexican musician with a song or an author with a book or any other artistry, we would love to highlight you and promote you on local FM radio. We'd love to hear from you. Visit us at offthecuffabq.com. Click on Be a Guest and fill out the form and somebody will get back to you. It's that simple. Promptly. Yes. So... In-house again, we have Eli he, explaining that his video that he's making on behalf of Santa Fe. Hi, Eli. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks it's, again for having me. It's an eight-part series? Yes, it's an eight-part series, yeah. And uh, and I go into a lot of different angles. Uh, I, I made a video just kind of talking about some of this stuff last summer. It was pretty popular locally. Um, you know, I'm up to between 11 to 12,000 views and that's really nothing for YouTube but when you're talking about a community of 80,000 ish that's pretty decent um, I wanted to continue to build on that and so I kind of started writing my script and the more I did that I kind of realized like this is just way too much for one video mm -hmm. I mean especially if you look at attention span statistics you know people right. want to watch something for 10 minutes 15 minutes and then kind of be done with it and so I thought okay I'm gonna need to break this up into parts and so it's going to be eight parts. They're all going to be um, pretty different. Um, the, the first three are, are pretty much uh, strictly just me, you know, giving facts and, you know, mixed with my opinion uh, perspective about what's happening in Santa Fe. You know, it's one thing to turn on the radio and, see, and the news and, you know, see you know, see, you know, monuments in Washington, D.C. going down or or see, you know, riots in different parts of the country. But when you see it in your own backyard, it really hits you different. And uh, and and I just didn't really feel like I wanted to just kind of sit here and criticize and think, you know, this is the way should, things should be. I decided, well, I'm either going to be one of those people that that says my opinion, you know, and, and tries to be part of the solution rather than just criticizing from far. Right. And speaking of um, attention spans, so it's an eight-part series because it's an eight-part series. There's mm -hmm. a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of perspectives. And again, this current cancel culture is not working, and it will not work for anybody because, you know, what they say, once they come for you, they're going to come for you, and then they're going to come for you, and then they're going to come for that other guy too. Mm -hmm. And so, so after the cancellation or or revamping or changing or whatever, you know, people would like to address it as uh, of the tr traditional celebration of La Entrada, centuries old. I mean, it's more than, than a few hundred years old. And uh, they then came for the removal of Don Diego de Vargas in spite of there being some sort of agreement between... Right, right. So so um, when, when the celebration that we were talking about, La Entrada, was... Uh, was you know, super changed or removed, again, your perspective. Um, there was an agreement at that time made by basically the representation of the All Pueblo Council along with the uh, the parties in Santa Fe that had direct interests in this, which was the Caballeros de Vargas, mm -hmm. the Santa Fe Fiesta Council, et cetera. And, and, and the agreement at the time was, you know, this, this celebration does have some offensive parts to it and if if we can agree to you know minimize it at the very least we'll go ahead and make sure that uh the pueblo governors and the pueblo leadership go ahead and 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 basically tell everybody to cool it you know no more protesting no more nothing and and that was the operation agreement that you know i think 
I think certainly these organizations assumed that they were going to be operating on. And I warned at the time, and I have a video that's still up on my channel where I'm basically telling people, guys, this ain't going to go that way. Right. You know, and I call and I called it. And unfortunately, I was correct. So here we are, um, you know, now with, you know, with a monument that's been, you know, criminally attacked and plans to take this way further than I'm convinced the majority of the citizens in Santa Fe realize. Most people are peaceful and they think, well, hey, if somebody has a problem with something, let's negotiate with them. Let's go ahead and just say, okay, well, maybe we'll go ahead and give you that. And if only it was that simple, but it's not. These people are just getting going. Oh, yeah. You give them an inch and then they'll take a mile because that's the way it works. And exactly. The, the more you give in to them, the further they'll go. To right. Them. Well, see, yes. And, 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 uh, and that is, you know, common knowledge, I think, to probably all of us in this room. But, you know, people in Santa Fe, they're going about their, their business. They're going about their day. They're raising kids. They're going to work. They're going downtown. They're going to lunch. They're riding their bikes. Yeah. And, and, and most people aren't really thinking about this in a strategic way. They're just seeing, wow, a bunch, you know, 200 people came to the plaza and they tore that thing down. Um, okay, well, hopefully it's fine now, you know. Um, and so, and so one, of the, one of the goals of my video series is to really educate the people in Santa Fe to, to what we are up against and what is really on the table here because it is so much more than that you know inside chatter from some of these organizations uh they want to you know destroy things that we all love and appreciate like crossing the martyrs they want yes. to change the name of the city santa fe right uh they even have so like what does that mean like they want to change the name of santa fe because what it's offensive because it speaks of god or because it destroys hispanic culture which is you know, a direct descendant from Spain. Like, what is their problem? Yeah, so so it depends on what part of this this uh, this opposition culture you're talking about. Okay, so if you're talking about just kind of like the white liberals like we were talking about, their angle is basically just looking at things through two-dimensional morality, thinking that they know better than all the generations that came before us. Because they're smarter. Because they're smarter, you know. Mm. And, and again, this is, the, this is the culture that's been raised from people getting trophies for losing and, uh, you know, changed college campuses to no longer can you have freedom of speech, but we're going to have freedom of speech zones because saying something that you disagree with is on par with violence against you, right? Mm -hmm. This kind of you know, crybaby culture. So there is right. that there. there uh, a participation awards. Right. So there is there is that there. Okay. Um, but there is also there is also a, a good chunk of this movement that are legit Marxist radicals. And so their philosophy is basically to tear down what we have because they believe that they can build something better. And one of the uh, one of the arguments that they're approaching this with is colonialism is bad and was evil from the beginning and you've heard this on the national on the national stage as well and when it comes locally that resonates in a in a more intensified way because colonialism directly impacted native american people hundreds of years ago mm -hmm. and so so they're they're painting any kind of colonialism with an evil brush and saying it was bad and therefore, we, we judge all of the 
um, products of that colonialism culture as bad and oppressive. Therefore, they must be erased. Right. Okay. And and that is a form of racism against the Hispanic community. It totally is because, again, you know, it's 500 years ago. I don't think anyone today should have to answer for the actions of their ancestors. But as a New Mexican of Spanish descent, and let's just throw it out there, we're all a little bit of Indian, you yeah. know, yeah, like I'm a Spanish Indian, yeah. a straight up Spanish Indian. Mm-hmm. I don't belong to El Pueblo or anything like this. And, you know, it's just the way it goes. But when was it that everybody across New Mexico thought that what what has evolved between us and the Native Americans, our Pueblo and Indians, isn't isn't spectacular? No, I mean it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful type of situations. Mm-hmm. I go to the feast days. Uh, I've seen them at La Entrada, which is you know considered a Spanish event, and and we love each other. Well, you know, for the most part, yeah, I have a whole bunch of Native American friends or Indians that, like, I call them. They prefer to be called that, but they all have Spanish surnames. So mm-hmm. you know, right. it's kind of right. hard to say that you're going to hate this person when it's part of you, right? And right. then, and then La Entrada, part of its festival is to highlight this this royal Native American court. Yeah. So we crown Native yeah. Americans as princesses. Prince, yes. things like this. Yeah, no, we our, honor them. Yeah, our cultures have had a, a a a complicated and largely beautiful dance that our forefathers learned how to dance uh, hundreds of years ago, and they learned how to take failure, how to take uh, incredible crimes that that the cultures had done to each other, and um, and I'm not here to stump for every single. Uh, conquistador that came in here. Absolutely. I, I know very well that there were some horrible things that Native American people suffered, and I'm not what a lot of people have claimed that I am here to whitewash history right. and pretend like those things didn't happen. Because they did. Because they did. Because they did. But why wouldn't we celebrate the turn of events? Right. right? The and moment so, of peace. So that's what Don Diego de Vargas, that's what, that's what, he, that's what he did. This is basically what I call... Uh, colonialism 2.0 mm-hmm. where where you had spanish uh you know that had realized that they had done wrong and that they needed to take a change of a change of course and um and that marks the beginning of that mm-hmm. and and some other interesting things that people don't realize back then and you started to allude to some of this is you started seeing you know edicts come out from the king of spain where he was saying things like and this is back in the 1600s mm-hmm. saying things like you know, Native Americans need to be paid the same as the Spanish for equal work. Right. I mean, equal equal pay. You'd think that was something out of today's headlines. Absolutely. You know, they were saying, you know, intermarriage is not only allowed, but a lot of times encouraged. The reason why is because they were not racist. Right. They viewed Native Americans as equal human beings. That wasn't how other settlers from Europe felt at the time. Right. That's why there's even, I mean, to some degree, why there's Pueblos here. I mean, I had one lady from New York who was trying to call me racist about all this and, and telling me, you know, that I was, you know, celebrating, you know, harm that was done to another culture. And I'm thinking, you're in New York, aren't you? You see any Pueblos around there? Right. No. Mm, How right. about Florida? You see any Pueblos around there? Right. Why is it that there's only Pueblos where Spanish settled? Right. That's reflective because we of something. Did, it's reflective of something that we didn't fight them. We didn't, right? I think New Mexico's the only state where they didn't have to fight for their reservations or for their land. 
Right. The, the king of Spain granted each one of them theirs, and there was no fight about it. So what I hate the most about all of this is not the fact that a monument was torn down. Okay, it was historic, and that makes me mad. That's a piece of concrete. Mm-hmm. Okay, Don Diego de Vargas, that hadn't been there for hundreds of years. That, that had you know been donated you know several decades before, I believe. It wasn't the physical thing. What bothers me the most about all of this, what really gets me, is that these protesters are inspiring new hatred on accidents between cultures that is not really there, that doesn't need to be there. And also, that's none of their business. Mm-hmm. That's none of their business. You know, that's none of their business. That's exactly right. And I'm, I'm going to just say this one thing apart from the video, because I know it's your show for today. But when they were taken down or not, they right there, the corner where I live mm-hmm. in Old Town. It was the, the I don't know from what a museum, they but they from were a museum. from a museum. But they ha- they looked like they had pa- a Pakistanian accent because I've worked with Pakistanians before. So mm-hmm. these people they were cursing and, and using foul language to incite a riot, and the Indians were standing in the park across watching them, right. telling them to hate, 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 right, and, right. and, and keep on. And they kept right. on with the statue and, and saying, "Look at it and what a miserable thing is." Right, like how how brave are you picking on this uh, lifeless statue? outsiders? Outsiders yes. coming over here the, with the jingle that's right with the dance mm-hmm. with the song but the one and the people they profess to be protecting were across the park more right. scared of them than anybody mm-hmm. more scared of them mm-hmm. than anybody that's because right. they're a bunch of activists mm-hmm. there and they belong to what you call 501 c3 501 c4s and all of these groups have to be registered with the new mexico secretary of state the third highest office in this state so that they can let them know what they're mm-hmm. doing and these Groups, 501c3, they rarely do anything for community. Let's take Albuquerque Peace and Justice because let's... Yeah, let's take them. Let's even go back a little further than La Entrada. They started taking down the UNM seal. That's right. Nobody said anything because we're like, well, okay, it's just going to happen, whatever. I don't want a degree from UNM unless it has the original seal. So it started way back then, and these groups, I've seen them firsthand, and I can prove it, and I'm going to start with Albuquerque Peace and Justice because that's who I know the most. They went out, tried to tell me that I wasn't really Spanish, that I come from what you call Mexico. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I got this thing in the back of my pocket. It says uh, Constitution of the United States of America. And what I know is that I've been a, an American since before this was United States of America. So I know my history. But these groups, they incite unrest upon people who don't necessarily understand the terms and conditions in which they are trying to implement to them because it all comes out of Marxism and communism. Right. Am, am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. And and, and the thing is, is that they do cause a hundred times more harm than they do good. I have caught people who I know who are of Spanish descent and who are of native descent who after getting into, into this conversation and seeing things that have happened on the plaza and, you know, the, the riot and all that stuff, I, I caught them both saying things like, we're not going to go spend money at those Native American resorts anymore, mm-hmm. at their restaurants, and vice versa. We don't need to be going into Santa Fe and doing business with you know, Santa Fe and Spanish culture people. And on both, both, both of those uh, examples, I stopped them and I said, you're falling for it. You're falling for the divisiveness. Sucker. That is what mm-hmm. these protesters want you to do. You know, uh, the, the, the mayor, you know, he's come up with these different versions of committees that are going to try and pretend that they can solve this. At one point, it was called 
the Truth and Reconciliation Committee. And me and a lot of my friends that I know were thinking, reconcile with who? Right. Because you reconcile with someone who's your enemy. We're not enemies with Native right. Americans. We love them. Right. We love them. We need them. We want to We want to do whatever we can do to build our communities stronger together. You know, if, if there's anything that's unresolved from the past... They can tell us that themselves. Because they ain't afraid. Because they ain't afraid. Because they, they have a voice. They do. And 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 so these protesters are, are starting to cause harm and division to our community. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. I want our community to be at peace. I want our various cultures to be celebrated. And I want us to be able to look from one culture to another and say, you know what? Your culture is beautiful. And I love it. Mm-hmm. And let's... Let's dance the same dance that our ancestors did. Dance of peace coming together, not of, you know, coming somewhere with, you know, a bunch of backup, you know, white kids from UNM and from the Internet and start tearing stuff down. Or from South Dakota. From South Dakota. So check this out. So the four that were arrested for tearing down the big piece of concrete Mm -hmm. that represented this, that, or whatever in the plaza of Santa Fe, white Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. Mr. Fox, he's the one that stood out the most. What's his first name? Stephen Fox. Stephen Fox. So yeah. this guy, I'm all, uh, let me see. What are the bad words in Spanish? Okay, those count as a fine online, so make sure you don't say them. So this guy, Mr. Fox, he has this um, <laughs> this gallery. I mean, he's well-to-do because to pay rent in Santa Fe, anywhere, is highly expensive. I mean, it's expensive to go to Santa Fe. So this guy, White, and he claims that Mayor Weber encouraged him mm-hmm. to tear this down. So he has a gallery. He sells Native American art and probably Spanish art, too, because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you hear a Spanish last name, you don't know if it's Indian or Spanish. Maybe it's both because we're kind of Spanish Indians. So this guy feels encouraged by his outsider, white male Alan Weber, and he's going to, and he's running again. Yeah. We got to take a quick break because Lori's in production today, and she's she's waving up a, a sign that says "Go to break." <laughs> so you're listening off the cuffabq.com, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. We're the newest conservative local talk radio, exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque. No other compares to us. KDAZ 96.9 FM 700 AM Don't go anywhere Hi, I'm Tara Shaver with Abortion Free New Mexico Did you know that New Mexico is the late term abortion capital of the nation? While your work and travel has been restricted by Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham New Mexico has become a global destination for late term abortions At Abortion Free New Mexico, we are working several proven strategies to end abortion in our state. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit AbortionFreeNM.com today. That's AbortionFreeNM.com. Good morning, Albuquerque. This is Gerald Loeb, local author here of All Things Political and Humor. I have a new book coming out on the 15th of April, and it's called Mayhem Manor. In this book, you have feckless bureaucrats, mindless politicians, and overwhelmed police force. Inside this book, you'll find not one but two love stories and a very unlikely hero. Check it out. It's on Amazon.com and will be available on April 15th. You'll like the read. Thank you very much. 
everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest and hottest local conservative talk radio on KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. We have guest Eli Bransford from Santa Fe. He has created a eight-part series, two of which are out now on YouTube, uh, to discuss the issues about the Spanish hate, Hispanic hate, Hispanic racism that is taking place all over New Mexico, primarily in Santa Fe, with the destruction of monuments, celebrations, and statues. Welcome back, Eli. Thank you very much for having me. Cool. Yes. So where can we find your videos? Okay, so it's pretty easy to find. So whatever your favorite search engine is, if it's Google or if it's Bing, or if you just go directly to YouTube, just type in In Defense of Santa Fe. And it should be, you know, either part one or part two will be one of the first that come up. Um, you'll you'll see, you know, clear, clearly labeled. And I try to have a, you know, a, a picture on it that, you know, gets your attention. Uh, if you click on episode one or part one, that's a good place to start. Um, so I'm still making the rest of them. I've got one and two out. Um, if you like what you are seeing and hearing and want a little bit more, you can just click on my channel and, and check out the one that I did uh, last summer, which is kind of more of a more of a kind of talking about these issues kind of from 30,000 feet, right? So it's about 50 minutes long, that one, and it's called um, What's Happening to Santa Fe. Okay. So that's kind of like a, you know, 30,000 view, you know, perspective the the in-depth series that i'm doing is where i kind of fly a lot closer and look through all these pieces one at a time yes and so um so you actually break it down in part one you lay the groundwork for the rest of the series and it establishes how you use or how you sketch and 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 use of symbolism through playing cards because essentially there are players yes exactly there's there's different either organizations or even individuals and they and they perform certain functions and they believe certain things and so you know anytime you're trying to get get somebody to understand something complicated because what's happening in our community is extremely complicated it can help to have teaching devices and so i'm using i'm basically using kind of the idea of playing cards and i've made my own little virtual playing cards to represent different parts of this and different aspects of it so that we can, you know, look at every every entity, be them a person or be it a, a group or even a city or the Native American community and kind of examine them, see what they are, see what they do, and then go on to the next one. Okay, this is Santa Fe. Here's a little bit about Santa Fe. Here's some history. You know, here's this person. And, and once you do that, it's a lot easier to get establish a, motive. Really, really. Yeah. Establish motive and also understand how these pieces are going to interact and what the natural interaction result of these pieces are going to be. Sometimes conflict and sometimes resolution. Right. Right. So so sometimes I think just from Albuquerque looking that way, looking north to Santa Fe, that you know, one, who are these people and why are, th are we allowing them to change or to cause d destruction, cause movement, create movement when they, when, when they know little to nothing and they're not even from here. They're, I mean, they're not born with the spirit of New Mexico. That's the worst part of it. They don't understand the long history. And like you said earlier, it's complicated, but it's a beautiful culture. It's like concrete and still colliding. And guess what? And guess what we have now? 
New Mexico. And mm-hmm. and this war that they're talking about, you know, this colonization took part a long time ago, and we, they have evolved along like a hundred over a hundred years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. all of these groups, they pride themselves on, uh, you know, anti-racism, anti-police brutality, anti-this, anti-that, inclusiveness, all of this stuff. But meanwhile, but meanwhile. But meanwhile, in New Mexico, the only people that are, are, are getting pushed off to the side are Hispanics. Because, again, we don't really want to say anything because they're going to call us violent. They're going to call us racist. <laughs> they're going to, you know, we're, they're going to start a fight. You know how Spanish people are. And, and so, so often we're like, okay, well, do we have to, you know, address this or maybe, you know, what, what's happening in I Santa Fe? Yeah, I think they keep thinking it's going to go away and they're right. going to forget about it like everything else. That's right. right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, right. It, it, that is true. And, and, yeah, I mean, most people are busy living their lives, you know. and so As they um, should. Yeah. Whereas these other ones are, are, are focused on 500 years ago. Hey, get out and clean your yard. It's a mess. All your neighbors are complaining. <laughs> so again, they preach these groups that are attacking Hispanic culture. They, they say they stand for inclusion, non-racism, non-hatred, but yet they are openly promoting it, promoting mm-hmm. hatred, right. destruction. I mean, they had a priest a mural of mm-hmm. a priest with the rope around his neck and hanging that. him. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In today. And that's unity for them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. Yeah. So, um, this, the Pueblo revolt, this is when they revolted against the first Spaniards, like the first wave of conquistadores. Mm-hmm. And so they call it the Pueblo Revolt. I call it the Pueblo Revolt because that's primarily what history remembers it as. But that day in particular of the attack was St. Lawrence Feast Day, and they killed over 500 men, women, and children that were Hispanic. So, again, I could say that was a religious attack, but history remembers it as the Pueblo Revolt. So we just say it's a Pueblo Revolt. They won. And it was a hundred years, hundreds of years, hundreds ago. of years hundreds. ago. So the second conquest, Don Diego de Vargas comes back and he's like, "Look, it's peaceful. It's it's no blood will be shed. Obviously, we know blood has been shed because it was a long time ago, and again, conditions are very savage. But it was in the spirit of peace. Don Diego de Vargas's um, uh, whatever he implemented still exists today." Yeah, it does. And and uh, if I can just interject a little bit mm-hmm. here, just to give you a little bit of a little bit of uh, what, uh, you know, what tradition tells us about what happened there. But, you know, the reason why. So so 1680 was the Pueblo Revolt, which is what you're referring to. The survivors fled down to El Paso mm-hmm. where they stayed. And it turns out that the the Native American Pueblonians that were here in the Santa Fe area were getting picked on by other tribes. They were almost wiped out. Okay, so they sent two scouts down to El Paso, and they asked the Spanish, hey, could you guys come back, but would you be cool this time, please? So so Spain and the church thought about it for a minute, and they thought, you know, they're right. They do need us. We do want that area, and we want to do it differently. And so who should we send? Don Diego de Vargas had the reputation for being the softest-hearted uh, conquistador. And they said, you know what? We'll send that guy. 
he's got a soft heart sucker. <laughs> but, and, and if he doesn't make it, they'll kill him. And then, okay, then we don't have him anymore. Right, right, right. And, and no so, big deal. And so there was a lot of thought put into that. And, and even the way that he retook Santa Fe, tradition tells us that he brought hot chocolate with him and that he uh, shared it with Native American because they had a, uh, a, an official that was representing them at that time too. Mm-hmm. And it was, again, according to tradition, it was kind of, kind of like what you imagine it. It was two leaders of two cultures by a campfire at night, sipping on hot chocolate. At one point, um, the Native Americans almost walked away from the table. And the and uh, my understanding is is that what it was over was the troops. I think they were kind of getting cold feet at the last minute, and they were thinking, well, remember what happened last time. We kind of might have a problem with all these troops. Don Diego de Vargas coming back and saying, well, if I'm going to defend you, I need them. And so they agreed. He reentered Santa Fe peacefully. He brought fruit trees. He brought gifts for Native American people. And, and La Conquistadora. And La Conquistadora. And somehow all of this is now being called genocide. Is there any genocide in this? There's zero. The Native Americans could have easily killed Don Diego de Vargas. He had a handful of men. This was, a, uh, this, this was representing a new era, a new attitude that the Spanish had. And it was something that was beautiful at the time. It's still beautiful now. And it's something that our city is built on. Anyway, you were just mentioning that. No, I, I like thought it. I would no, interject no, because there's no, a lot like of it. nuance into that story that really makes the idea of when you see these, you know, these radicals that are protesting this and they're calling it genocide. I had one guy telling me that Don Diego de Vargas was, you know, raping and killing grandmothers and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, that's imagined. Right. That's not what happened. If it was, we wouldn't be celebrating this. Totally. Because <laughs> why would we? Because why and, would we? And so uh, that's a part of, you know, of the stories that we don't always hear. So you take a little piece of history, call us colonizers oppressors and all of this stuff you know what it means to decolonize send them back it means to remove us yes send them back by any means necessary (laughs) it means to remove hispanics by any means necessary it it means to remove (laughs) hispanics by any means necessary And they will tell you this and i detail this in part two right because they clearly stated in their mission correct that's correct. yeah and they defined what colonism uh colonizers are and then they define how they uh, tend to remove you. And so, again, I don't think that there's, there's animosity, there's hatred between Hispanics and Native um, or Pueblo Indians. Not in New right. Mexico. I mean, how often, every time we travel anywhere, we're always stopping where? Pueblos. Yes. And, all, and we're always greeted like we're, we're, we're family. As if we're family. Because we are. Even if you don't know them. Because yeah. they're warm and loving people like we are. Absolutely. And so what's the problem? Right. You know? Absolutely. Why, why, are, why are we knocking stuff over and blowing stuff up? <laughs> and then allowing outsiders to do this who have no, no connection, have no history, have no roots in New Mexico. I've always said that I think New Mexicans, we've been too welcoming Yes, all our lives. To a fault. Mm-hmm. To a fault. I mean, take Mr. Fox, for instance. Well, we can't change, we can't change the good values, though. And, and, and we should still continue to be as welcoming, but we should course correct not by not being as welcoming, but we should course correct, in my opinion, by being quicker to stand up to baloney and saying, Absolutely. okay, okay, this ain't going to cut it here. And really, what you were starting to allude to is 
the thrust of where I'm building up episode or part one to be, which is that these protesters and these extreme individuals and groups, they've made themselves an enemy of all cultures. They are causing harm to the Native American Indian community. They're causing harm to the Spanish community, and they're causing harm to the kind of evolving Santa Fe community as well. Right. They're, they're hurting all of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they, um, they promote destruction. They promote divide. They are destruction. They are destruction. Mm -hmm. Even if they have the face of an Indian, even if they have the face of a Spaniard, a white, a brown, whatever you want to call it, um, they are not for you and me. They're not for history. I mean, for God's sakes, they were tearing down statues at a museum. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they're, and they're, uh, their own words, they're just getting started. They're just getting started because it's not going to stop there. Right. So again, part one of In Defense of Santa Fe, you can find it on our website at offthecupabq.com or simply go to YouTube in the search in, uh, engine or search bar In Defense of Santa Fe, and you'll find it. It's right there, and it breaks it down. And it's not one-sided. It literally just says, this is what this is, like Red Nation. This is what this is, like the council. This is what this is. Mm -hmm. The evil three sisters. Right. Yeah, and I've really gone the out of my way. The evil three sisters, yes. yeah. You know that the three sisters, there's an article about them today in the Pinion Post. And you know that they're uh, making really negative comments about uh, one, of the, one of the most popular galleries in Santa Fe, um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, I mean, th these people are, these people are just, in my opinion, they're just seeing things wrong. I think I, I would love to see them try and do things that are constructive rather than destructive. So who are the three sisters? Are they a blog? Are they a group? Do they got meetings? Are they out of Santa Fe? Are they brown, white, Indian? What, I mean, what are <laughs> they? Who are they? You know, they're a group. There, there is, there is a lot of, you know, Native Americans in the, in the group and, and, um, they're an organization. In my opinion, they're an activist organization. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 just it's just kind of nuts. But but again, I try and do my best to try and break all these different players apart, so that you know somebody who doesn't understand a thing about what's going on, somebody who's walking into the situation or listening to us now and saying, "I kind of get what you're saying. Uh, I know parts of this, but some of it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me." If, if you just start from part one, and I'll take you along, and I'll teach you everything that you need to know. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So we got to take one more break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show with Eli in defense of Santa Fe. Find it on YouTube. Find it on Off the Cuff ABQ. You're listening to 96.9 FM, 700 AM, offthecuffabq.com. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Good morning, Albuquerque. This is Gerald Loeb, local author of Things Political and Sometimes Humorous. I have a new book coming out on the 15th of April, and it's called Mayhem Matter. Check it out on Amazon. It'll be available then. Thank you very much. Don't let the cost of advertisement hold you back. Off the Cuff, Albuquerque supports local artists. Whether you are a solo artist or in a band, one of the best ways to get your music out there is to get it played on the radio. For more information, visit www.offthecuff.com. That's www.offthecuff.com. 
everybody. Welcome back to Off the Cup ABQ. It's the newest and hottest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque. That's KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM, a Pan-American broadcasting company. It's a big deal. I'm Dinah Vargas, as in D. Vargas. And, and it's Dinah, not China. Right. And I'm Stella Padilla. And in-house on the hot seat, we have Eli from Santa Fe. He is the producer, the creator of In Defense of Santa Fe. It is an eight-part series of which one, part one, and part two is out on YouTube. You could find it on YouTube, In Defense of Santa Fe, or offthecuffabq.com. Hi, Eli. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's happening? Nah, just here hanging out with you, <laughs> with you ladies. Did you like my hat? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So we did something a little unusual today because we wanted to really highlight today's show. We did, I mean, we, we devoted the whole hour of airtime to it. We went live on Facebook. We do have a Facebook live um, video out. We're not big on social media because of the whole cancel culture, so... We do call it fake book or sometimes crack book, depending on if it's a Friday or a Monday. So it could be Facebook day after the weekend. It's crack book. So yeah, we, we really gotcha. detest the censorship, you know, of conservatives. Right. Yeah. So, right. So. Because we've been deplatformed um, on, on, on a lot of social media for simply saying, you know, faith, family, freedom. Well, and it's funny because, I mean, we're, we're using the words conservative with those. But really what the, the values that we're talking about here, they're not Democrat or Republican. They're traditional. They're traditional. They're common sense. Mm-hmm. You know? New Mexican values. They're, 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 just, they're just values that most people hold to. That's what we're pulling from. Yeah. I think we were all brought up conservative, you know, faith, family, freedom, without even knowing what the word meant. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, you know, on TV, you see these mini documentaries. They call them mini docs, something like this. So we're going to call this a radio doc. Can we just make up something like this? Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> we're so off, We're off the cuff. So we're going to put you on the spot just a little bit. Okay, I can take it. Okay, we figured you can because you're a New Mexican, a real New Mexican. So we want to have you like every other week or depending when you come out with your videos so we can discuss them and kind of follow this entire uh, series along because often you hear of news reports and then you never hear about them again or interviews or or something like this. So we want to, as part of our conservative responsibility, highlight from part one all the way through eight, we want to travel with you on that journey um, in our respective uh, official Capacity. proper position. Sure. Radio. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Sounds like fun. Well, that was easy. It sounds like we're making a like a radio internet bus. Something and like this. We're all going to ride it and we'll be, you know, drinking cokes and Jose Cuervo you are a friend of mine I like to drink you with a little salt and lime did I kiss all the cowboys did I shoot out the lights did I dance on the bar did I start any fights Woo! que viva because you know that was insanely cool that's la entrada Right? Yeah. Go there to so-and-so. They got, uh, she could braid your hair and put the little ribbon in it. Go over there. She makes the best beans. And the fry bread to die for. And they make really good ristras over here. Make sure you get it from <laughs> this Pueblo. Right? Every, everybody's known for something, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's just concrete and steel. I mean, like two of the yeah. like, toughest kinds of, of materials just colliding. 
Yeah. And what we're created was New Mexico. We are a product of ourselves. Yes, we are. Right. And just because you love something doesn't mean you hate something else. Right. Just because you love, a, you know, Santa Fe and Spanish cultures and are trying to stick up for that doesn't mean you hate anything else. Right. But you, and, these people that are teaching you to hate, hate everything, including themselves. Yeah. It's not one thing or another. Yeah. It's all of the things. Yeah. I hate everything right. and you know, everybody. It's, it's all of the things. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, as we've kind of talked about and touched on already, this culture just wants to come and take things away from us mm-hmm. they, because they don't like this. They don't like that. Mm-hmm. They want to take them away. It's destructive. Yeah, it is destructive. And we and, say no. And we and, and say no. If you we, can if do we, it. If we fell for it, like a bunch of idiots sit still and fell for it, they'll just move on to somebody else. Because if you're not fighting them and resisting, then they, ha- they just go somewhere else where they can hate somebody else and get them to react. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. That's, their, yeah. that's their game. Because yeah. if ending racism, ending hatred, and all of these things were really real, if it was a real motivation as they state on their websites, these anti haters or or these people who hate hispanic and say they're against racism anti-hate all this stuff it almost sounds like garbage but if they were really serious about all of this stuff they would actually be doing something that improves their community instead of inciting this type of unrest where they know they are speaking to impressionable people because you know when you're young Mm -hmm. you're like flood your streets you know we've all done this i've done it as an adult whether it be about police brutality, racism, or whatever. Like, we flood our streets in these kinds of things. But after you put your sign down, guess what? You have to get up the next day and actually go and improve your uh, <laughs> yeah, your yeah. area. Otherwise, you're a fraud. And I'll say that to your face. You're yeah. a fraud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Absolutely, that's right. And I think that part of, the, part of the next step in getting past some of these racial divides is to stop focusing on breaking up people into their own racial groups. I, I mean, there can be purpose for that, but it, it comes to a point where it's destructive. I mean, if you're listening to this on the radio, I mean, just look at your own hand. Look at your hand. Realize that the DNA in your hand, what's activated right now is what makes you you, but inside of your DNA is also encoded, encoded all of the races. We're all, we're all everything, some more than others, and some in different combinations, which, which comes to express and is activated to who you are, but we're, we're all the human race. Right. You know, and we need to appreciate our differences and and our different cultures, not look at one and say, hey, you're bad. We need to cancel you. Right. Right. And how do you cancel anybody? Especially when well, we are the majority in well, New Mexico. Well, you start what by you taking away do? their celebrations and mm-hmm. their and, and and who they celebrate and the heroes of that culture, mm-hmm. and you start by by going back and saying, actually, all of your ancestors were horrible. Therefore, all of the things that you celebrate and that make you you are horrible. That's what they're saying to us. I reject that. Yes, me too, wholeheartedly. Yes, and that is the official position of Off the Cuff ABQ. Yes, it is. (laughs) Totally reject that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And we'll say it to your face, like I said. (laughs) Always right away trying to start a fight. That's a Spanish in her. (laughs) I can't help it. I mean, I really, really try, but I mean, you know, and and then these white Anglos that come in from California, uh, Arizona, Texas, wherever. And then I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, who are they? Who are these people? They come, they religiously vote because they voted for all them b- bad policies in their own state. So we know that they're voters. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of these people come from places where they vote a lot more. I mean, I, I don't have them off the top of my head, but 
uh, I have seen the statistics of how many local people vote in local elections, and it ain't pretty. You know, you win the mayorship by a handful of votes. You know, you win, you win, you know, councilorships by a handful of votes. Mm -hmm. And so you get these people that have moved School in here boards. from Texas or California, and they love Santa Fe because, oh, the mountains, and oh, it's green, and oh, look at all the history and all the wonderful things, and aren't, you know, one thing that really bothers me is when I hear him say things like, oh, aren't all these local Spanish and natives cute selling things right. downtown? Ooh, I want to wring their necks. Mm -hmm. And so they're <laughs> used to voting. You know, where they come from, they all vote every time, every time like clockwork. It's like, we're not going to not vote just like we're not going to, you know, skip dinner. And, right. and so they come here and they vote. And so, and so unfortunately, a lot of times that those are the people calling the shots and who our leaders are. Therefore, we have leaders that are not from here, ultra woke, that are totally cool with all this stuff mm -hmm. that we're that we're talking about. That's ultimately harmful. Right. So, yeah, we've got to vote. We've got to. Why vote. do you think it is that New Mexico, only like a quarter of the population seems votes? Why uh, do you think that is? That's a good question. I mean, I could speculate, but I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know either, but I know when I was running, like, um, one of the common, common themes was, well, my vote doesn't count or my vote doesn't matter. And that's because often when we look at the ballot, there's just one person. So it's bad voter behavior for one. I mean, it could be a thousand things. We don't know. But, I mean, it's happening and it's real. So all Hispanics, all Spanish, vote every single election. Make a difference. Yeah, get up and go vote. And vote your values. You know, um, I, I have, you know, strong conservative ties, but vote your values. Vote your values. Forget about the D or the R. Right. Vote your values. The red, the blue, they're, they're the biggest gangs in America. It's called the Crips and the Blood, the Republicans <laughs> and the Democrats. Vote your values. Remember, you're a New Mexican. All families and married couples back to church. That's right. And take your kids with you. Amen. Amen. Last words. Tell us where to find you. Yeah. Just, uh, again, Google, uh, Bing, YouTube, type, type uh, In Defense of Santa Fe. Um, and I'll be there. And I'm anxious and honored for anybody to check out my content. Absolutely. We'll have Eli back in a couple of Wednesdays. Go to our website, offthecuffabq.com. There's his bio. There's the video. Check it out. You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio, exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Que viva, que viva, que viva la entrada. God bless you. God bless you, Mexico. Everybody, that was Al Hurricane Jr.'s Fiesta de Santa Fe. We'd like to, at Off the Cup ABQ, dedicate this programming for today's show to Gloria Mendoza 
huge advocate out of Santa Fe. Rest in peace, Gloria. We think about you all the time. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM, off the cuff, ABQ.com. 